that I'm not invincible as I thought I was. Yes, I'm quite <laughs> sure. Me and you had a lot of those conversations. Well, not at first. Me, and you was talking about... It was about, a lot of crying spells. No, I'm, I'm talking about when I first met you. And uh, I think you was telling me, I think I was like 47 or 48 years old. No, you were 50. <laughs> Your AARP card had come. Oh, and the funny part, she laughed, but she'll be getting one in the mail here pretty soon. That's the beauty of well, life. I'm just kidding. No, and, you were your, you were like 40 in your late, late, late 40s. Late 40s. Yes. Yes. And you Where I'm at right now. Exactly. Exactly. Where you're at right now. And you refused to believe that those changes was going to come. I did. Well, it wasn't that I refused to believe that they were going to come. They just weren't a current threat. So... I, at that time, I felt the best in my life ever. I, I didn't feel, I felt like Wonder Woman, so it wasn't even an ability to Okay, you said just then, a lot of crying. Yeah, so for me, I began to see just a change in my day-to-day -day responses to my husband, to my kids. I was short-tempered. I found myself getting a little uh, tired, more tired quickly. Than I usually did. And it was subtle. It didn't all come at once. It just came over time. I'll never forget. I was on vacation with my husband. And we were having the best time. There wasn't any arguing. <laughs> and we were eating good. Everything was good. And I was. we were having a conversation. We were talking about family. But all of a sudden, I got emotional. and just broke down in tears. And probably a couple weeks later, we were at a restaurant here in Arlington. And we were eating. We were sitting. We were laughing. He was kissing me. Broke out crying again. And at the time, it seemed real. It seemed like I was just feeling quote-unquote emotional, but anybody who knows me knows that I don't do that. And then you, as my trainer, know that a couple times, normally I can take it, you know, I, in fact, I'm one of those that kind of like you to scream at me. That's a whole nother talk show, but um, you, you know, I, I, I can handle the tough conversation, but I remember I was getting a little bit more sensitive and uh, probably because remember that you know, one time, yes, exactly. Very, very, very clear. <laughs> yes. You had said something to me. and Oh, you were so mean and nasty. And I told you I was getting my keys and, and I'm out. No, you didn't tell me that. You I said something like that. Yes, something very ugly. Okay, it wasn't that ugly. I, I never hardly say that bad. But but, but anyway, long story short, I, I, I wasn't myself. I normally don't snap like that. And, and so eventually I got a test. Um, I think too my pride kicked in and that's when you got to be careful. You know, you just don't want to face that your body's changing, that you're changing. And my pride kicked in and I began to work out harder, eat harder. You know, I just said, thought it was mental. It was all in your mind. And so 40, 41, 42, you know, kicked in and I was able to get through it. But my mid 40, right around 45, I went to the doctor and they tested me, my hormones. And basically I was depleted in everything. Uh, vitamin D was low, iron was low, my thyroid was borderline. I mean, all the things that you need to function opt optimally. And uh, that's when I finally was faced with the facts that this has nothing to do with mental. This is true <laughs> medical. And uh, the rest is history. So, I, you know, I'm already on blood pressure pill. I didn't want to. That happened in my 30s. I didn't want to take anything else. And so today, the way I combat the aging process and that whole reality of getting older is I just try my best to eat well. There's a few things I cut out, cut out caffeine. Eat, I do my best to eat well. I'm not all the way there. Uh, I exercise as, you know, as part of my day to day, as part of my routine. 
And so that's it. So, so Ms. Davis, uh, tell me this. Uh, during that process of the crime for no apparent reason, and you had to recognize it to go to the doctor. Like you say, I think a lot of people that they pride getting in the way because you know, I used to laugh and talk to you about it all the time. I rebuilt. I rebuilt in the name of God. I rebuilt. Anything negative, exactly. So some of the young women out there, how would you get them to identify some of the same symptoms, some of the same problems you had? I think the hardest part is accepting the fact, as you said earlier, of getting older. Uh, did it start when you turned 40? Uh, Everybody is different. I mean, I've actually um, heard of women who start as you know, early as their uh, early 30s. I think the way I would um, look at it, or I would advise someone, I would say anytime you begin to see changes that are outside who you are, pay attention to those changes. You know, for me, it was crying. It was a little bit of fatigue. I was snappier towards people. And at the time, you know, it's like everybody that I was telling off, it felt like, I felt like they deserved it. You know, that I was just at the point where they needed to be turned off, uh, uh, told off. But those things combined with crying and fatigue, you know, and then even later on, my appetite began to change drastically. I was the type that loved food, but my food uh, habits began to change, my appetite rather. So I would tell someone, whenever you see something happening with your body that is just outside its normalcy, pay attention. And then also listen to your friends and family. They also can oftentimes see that difference. Pay attention, don't, don't just assume that they're snapping at you or they're just telling you something and then if it doesn't seem like it's correcting itself or you know it seems as if it's you know ongoing you get a doctor's appointment so tell me this in the midst of the in the midst of identifying uh those those changes uh uh, either how would you how how would you tell people like you was telling like you were saying just then uh, noticing the difference of the changes, but if they don't know the change, how would you, I'm, what I'm trying to say how would you get them to really recognize that there's a change? Would it be by age or would it be by what's happening with them? Because when they get at that certain age, like you say, it could be in the mid thirties. What's some of the symptoms that you would say that make them recognize? I'm gonna just go back to the physical piece because you hear people talk all the time. I mean, you begin to know who you are, you know, after you're- So who you are start changing? Well, who you, you are as a person. Right. You know that if you're not a crier and all of a sudden, you know, you're crying, crying at every movie, that's not, that's something so that's how, going how, on. how hard it is to, uh, to, to, to accept that Life is changing. You're becoming older. Oh, extremely hard. Well, I mean, and, 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 and I shouldn't say it's, it, it's extremely hard. I guess it could be if you don't adjust okay. to the change. Okay. Let me say that. I had to face the fact that I no longer can go without vitamins. <laughs> so 
I have now, you know, two cabinet fulls of vitamins. Mm. You know, there was a time where I would like to believe that I can just wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, go about my day, have 12 hour days, come home and do it all over again the next day. Uh, so I adjusted with the change. I began to take supplements to, to offset Okay, so take me, on, take me on a little journey of how you did it to find what worked best for you to balance. I know you went to the doctor. Uh, when you went to the doctor, I don't know what the doctor gave you. Did that work out? Uh, did you have to go to the uh, all natural way? Uh, kind of take us down that path to help people identify that uh, sometimes when you go one direction, if it don't work, how to find some balance. What's going to work best for you? Because right now, you're pretty stable. So for me, I started with the doctor. The doctor is the one who kind of assessed where I was deficient in my nutrients. It was pretty clear, the numbers, that I was deficient in vitamin D, that I was deficient in iron. I mean, they showed me the numbers and numbers don't lie. Where I'm supposed to be, we all have various ranges that we're supposed to be with our various nutrients and, and minerals and mm-hmm. other, you know, um, vitamins and so on that need to be in our vitamin, I guess just nutrients. And she showed me, you are off in these areas. And so I started with doing a lot of research in the age of Google. You can find out, you know, various methods that others have used. And I began to see consistent things that um, I wanted to try for myself. And one of them, the biggest thing is our eating. You mm-hmm. know, you hear that almost with everything, every sickness, every change in our body, you know, even losing weight is our eating. So I think if you could have kind of uh, had a better, I don't like this word, diet, nutrition plan, nutrition plan uh, it would help replenish some of the things that was missing. Exactly. You, right? Exactly, but but you're going to doesn't mean it would have fully combated. It just means it would have helped better than what it. Cause you was depleted. That was depleted. So okay. depleted and eating bad doesn't go. Right, cause it constantly depletes. Exactly. So what I'm saying, the better the nutrition, the better chance you had. Like you say, exercising, working out, it helped detox. Uh, it helped detox some of that. And then also, you know. The things that I used to love doing, like swing dancing, that's something I would, you know, I would go to work, work 10 hours, come home, get dressed and drive 50 minutes to go to a town outside (laughs) Arlington. Every Thursday I did that for nine years and I loved it. But then I began to, not only did I stop doing that, one, the place closed, but there were other alternatives, but I stopped doing that and then slowly, you know, I didn't even have an interest in doing what I used to love. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't want to be around people. Mm -hmm. So those two things were totally opposite to who I I am as a person. So that just got to, you know, remind others when you see that drastic change, pay attention. So would you advise uh, women when they get in their mid-30s? start getting more checkups, looking at those numbers more, or when you wait to the late 30s, uh, early 40s? Because you don't, what you want to do, you want to catch it before it happens, right? 
ideally, um, but you, if you're going in as a woman to what they call your annual exams, they typically do a chemistry panel where they check your blood work. In fact, I just had one um, order, or a doctor's order yesterday where I'll be going in tomorrow, and it's called a chemistry panel. And that typically... Do all women get that? Uh, you'll get it right you as you start as you start going through, you know, after 35. Well, right around 35, you know, as you, as you get out of uh, ideal women, uh, child-bearing ages. Mm. You can have a baby after 35. You can, but I'm just saying, that's when they start checking your your levels. Chemistry, right? Chemistry, yeah. yeah. So, do most women know that? Or do the doctor automatically do The doctor typically, they have... Uh, rate uh, age ranges that they recommend you begin to start looking at certain things. So what then just start that? Because uh, you should have had yours caught earlier, right? Or what? What you think? They they have been no. They had checked it. I had had mine the year before, but a lot changed in that year. Wow! Did y'all hear that? How dramatically she went from normal to deplete. Now, a lot of it have to do with the nutrition department, too, like you say. Exactly. And uh, as hard as I was training uh -huh. with you, I wasn't, that, that takes a toll on your body, too, because you're training. So, you know, your body's pulling all of what you have left out as you train. So, what you also tell me that if a woman can't recognize and a husband don't know those symptoms, Especially when you're going into menopause, because those are going to be some of the same symptoms that you're going to have. It can easily cause a divorce, correct? <laughs> oh, wow. You changed. You went 180 on. <laughs> I went to divorce. Because uh, the, 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 like you say, you start crying. It's easy for you to sit in and everything. You don't have no remorse. I mean, you get bitter, you get ugly, you get mad. You can walk out of that door a hundred times, come I, I, each time I, as a different person. You you were helpful. You were really helpful, um, I guess, because of your personal experience with helping me recognize that there was a change. If I if, if I didn't have anyone around me to help me recognize that, up to and including the doctor, that could have been potentially detrimental to a relationship. But I think because... You pointed that out to me. It helped me go, there is something going on. And the doctor kind of um, solidified that with the test. So I was able to have conversations with my husband just to kind of warn him and, and help nice. him see that that's not me. And just hopefully he would be patient with me. And, you know, I, I studied. I don't know what I do. But... I do study the divorce rate, and it's higher when you get into menopause. And uh, not pointing out our race, but our black men has an issue with actually going to uh, a, a class, either going to counseling with the other half to understand what they got to understand. It's not about them, and it's not about you. It's about what God got his way of doing things and he don't change it for nobody no matter how good you are he don't change what he got for uh, nobody and what men what men do they don't like to sit 
can listen and understand what's going on with their uh, significant other. But if they do that, what they will understand that they will be able to help her. And, and a lot of times when she go off on the deep edge, because it happens, uh, and they don't know when it's going to happen, it, it happens. And uh, when, they, when, they go off, when they go off on the deep edge, they have a better understanding on how to cope, not just with it, because at that time, a woman just very, very bitter, very, very bitter. And it's not something that she can control. I think the part they need to understand is that she can't control it. If she can control it, she won't be, be reacting to it. And like me knowing you, I know you're a very a loving, caring person. So if I know you can go on, I know any woman I want to go on. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that, you were very helpful in that. And, and, and you're right. I think you, you highlighted and pointed out something. It should important. be something to set in place. But, but, I, but I think that's in so many areas as a community, and I you know, don't have my statistics you know, ready with me, but it, it's as a black woman, there's many issues where I think we constantly, as a community, want to say, you know, mind over matter. And as you said, African men don't necessarily want to sit down and learn, you know, or even when men go through their changes yes. and their testosterone drops and they begin to produce more estrogen and they have their changes. Everybody, you know, where I come from and, and, and grew up South Central Los Angeles, kind of like, get over it, make it work, push through it, which is even my own experience. When I began to see a change, you really believe that it's almost you the pride of you. I get that, but I'm just saying, I don't know if it's something where we're just used as a people surviving, you know, survival. That's just how we, we look. We don't have time our challenges in life, we don't have time to sit down and have problems. No, surviving, I think, <laughs> right. And I think surviving is the worst way. You don't want to just push through it. You want to understand it. I agree. But that just has to, we, we just have to be, do better in getting that awareness out that this isn't something that you can just get over. That you have to treat it with supplements and find out areas in your body that you're depleted so that you can... Get that hormonal and, balance. And I think with a lot of the women, when a woman comes into my facility and they are 40 or above, the first thing I ask is pre-approach. Because it's coming. It's going to happen. And I tell them, when you start seeing the symptoms, if you're a little symptom and you still come in here, I'll point them out to you. But what I want you to really recognize is I think it's important that you and your husband, let's get together, sit down and talk. And it's not for the woman. It's for the husband to understand what you're going through because it's going to be a, a tough ride. And, you know, uh, a lot of women... And, and I think for the woman, too, because for me, even in my other relationships, they were affected. You know, right. people that mm -hmm. got on my nerves seemed like they really got on my nerves. Didn't you say some things that you didn't used to say? I that you felt like, you know what, I was just holding that for 10 years, but I always felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically what happened. It brings... Yeah, things to, the, you yeah, to the forefront. For, 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 for front. Whereas yeah. when I'm in my hormonal balance way, I Manage. it doesn't bother. It, well, it doesn't bother me as much. You realize, okay, yeah, that person's in my Why do it, 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 it irks you so bad? Because you're hormonally imbalanced. And there's some, whatever hormone, I'm not a chemist, but whatever <laughs> hormone is missing or whatever is imbalancing your body, there's something that's telling your mental state that this is real 
this situation right now is real. It's not, you know, pretend. It's not medical. This person deserves to be, you know, reprimanded. This person deserves to be, um, you know, told. This person has been having it come to them for years. And so I just think that's that's the illusion. That's why I call it the illusion, too, even, you know, then, because you've always been able, if you're a person that normally lets stuff roll down your back for 15, 20 years, that's just who you are, mm -hmm. you know? It, but now, all of a sudden, you know, you just feel like, or at least for me, it just was, yeah, that's how I responded. I think there are other people that may respond differently. Everyone's different. So what advice you would give to the women out there that are 40 and beyond, uh, for the ones that haven't recognized uh, either haven't experienced it yet, uh, experienced it and don't know what's going on. What best advice could you give to them besides coming to see Mr. Gordon? Because, well, of course, coming to see Mr. Gordon is the number one thing that you can do. But if you feel like, you know, if you happen to make it to 41, 42, and you're still feeling like you're on top of the world, I would just say, you know, a wise woman, I would, ask, I, I would, I would plan and prepare. And doesn't mean you need to fear, but it, you know, and, and everyone, because there are women who are in their fifties who who told me, you know, they didn't have hot flashes. I haven't had hot flashes. They've told me that they haven't, you know, they don't have mood swings. That they just kind of rolled it all out, and I'm like, wow. So it doesn't mean, you know, everybody got this. Death. I, I mean, think some of that is pride because it's not very few. Well, that's you know, I don't even, I don't get any benefit. Right. But, but I'm just saying that that's a couple women have said that, so I don't want to put fear. And every woman is say for every woman is you know you better be ready because here you know here it comes. But 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 even even the intensity, every woman may be different. You know mm -hmm. there have been some women their intensity level is level is that they right. have the night sweats and they wait. I haven't had that thank God. There are nights that I've gotten hot, but I don't wake up drenched and all that. Right. You know there's some women who have the you know again the. Um, you know, uh, what was the... But it still goes back to your nutrition. Though. It all goes back to your nutrition. So what you would do to your question is start eating right if you're mm -hmm. not already and include exercise in your life anyway. That's just a, a great habit to have. You can do that before lifestyle. And then 80% of it is eating nutrition. Veggies, protein, fruit, you know, um, cut your sugars, your caffeines out, alcohol. The best doesn't mean you have to just totally yeah. deprive yourself, but do the best you can to eat as less of that as possible, or as little. Well, <laughs> well I'd like to say thank you, Ms. Davis. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Gordon, round three. Uh, you had some good health tips for 40, and we, I'm in round four. Uh, we had some really good health tips for Ms. Davis, for Ms. Dana Davis. And look, anybody out there, you want to hit me up. 817-305-6414. Call me. And uh, I know Ms. Davis gave some really good advice. So just ask me if you need some tips from her. I'll be more than glad to make sure you get in contact with her. Because she's a true friend. I watch her go through the same. But I think one of the most important things that I watch her is her acceptance to it. And when she accepts, you know, acceptance makes you better. And I have learned that from her. And I'll use everything she has taught me back on her to make her better. So I would like to say thank you, Ms. Davis. Of course. Meeting you with Mr. Gordon, round four. Thank you very much. All right, thank you.